Good morning, Jerry. How are you? Hey, guys. Good morning, and uh, uh, good to be on with you, especially how, after a win. Yeah, how, how nice was that feeling to get a nice, comfortable blowout win on Sunday? Uh, how much did this team need that? Well, I think that uh, uh, the, the feeling that you get with win, you've heard me say football is about 95% uh, uh, sucking it up or or, or uh, not getting where you want to go. But, boy, when you do uh, have those rewards, uh, you want to maximize them. Uh, certainly we know uh, that there's nothing any more competitive than these teams that we're playing in the NFL. It's designed to be that way. So when you get one, uh, it's a very special, special deal. Now, we expect to have more. We expect to have a lot more than we lose. But still, it feels good to win. Jerry, I want to ask you about the concept of turnovers. I, I know that you practice. Everyone practices it. Do you view it as more skill or more luck with turnovers? Because in the beginning of your season, I mean, it, it seemed kind of fluky. Like, that's probably not going to happen again next year with the fumbles and the crazy amount of turnovers with the differential. And then you are on the right side of it Sunday against Cincinnati. How, how do you view turnovers and judging them year to year? Well, uh, coaching turnovers – uh, is uh, uh, is great. Um, you need to stay with your fundamentals, though. You need to get your body in there. If you're pulling on the ball or you're trying to strip the ball, uh, it's great. But uh, you've also got to use your body to uh, stop forward progress, just a lot of things. So it's not just that everybody ought to be out there just grabbing for balls or trying to uh, jump in front of the ball. You've got to go through without coaching this morning, but you've got to go through the defensive guy, uh, not around him. And that's not what we're implying here. But you can coach turnovers. Uh, it does work. Uh, I don't mind telling you now. It helps to have the uh, great skill set, the quickness, the good hand-eye, the ability to break on the ball. Uh, it, uh, You know, Deion Sanders could uh, law you to death because he had that great catch-up speed, and so he used his advantage as well. But, uh, you, you know, I'm all for uh, coaching turnovers to be tried. Uh, coaching them, but can you plan for them going into the game? Oh, no. No. Uh, you, uh, you can say you should, get, uh, you should get your share, uh, especially if you're uh, doing all the things you hear, play aggressive, play smart. Uh, but... Uh, uh, you, you've got to have your cake and eat it, too, on a turnover. You can't be unsound uh, to, to uh, play for a turnover. Unsound be uh, not be squared up or unsound not be in your right area of uh, responsibility that you've got to cover. So think about that a minute. You, uh, you've got you to be where you're supposed to be because the other guys are dependent on you. Uh, but at the same time, you want to be uh, aggressive that, uh, uh, and uh, – maybe get a jump, uh, those kinds of things. But uh, it's definitely something in this game today that uh, the, the skill of the athletes uh, uh, allow you to uh, uh, basically probably uh, do a little more influencing than I would say years ago on turnover. But let me tell you something. They have always been it in my mind. It's just it. Now, there's a lot more, but it's the big factor on whether you're winning or losing is that turnover battle. 
Jerry Jones every week here on Sean and RJ, 105.3 The Fan. Steven came on yesterday and confirmed that, yes, McCarthy's coming back for year two. What are the qualities, Jerry, that you have seen up close uh, from Mike McCarthy that, that have impressed you with, 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 with his coaching ability? Not one time, not one time have I been in any discussion, had any dream, been sitting by myself, have I give a, given a thought to anything but Mike McCarty being our coach next year and being our coach in the future? How in the hell something like that could get going with a conversation with Steven or anybody else about whether McCarthy's going to be the coach or not is uh, ridiculous. Now, uh, just think about it. Uh, we've just made the move to uh, start down the road with our coach, and we all understand that uh, – uh, continuity, uh, uh, really, of, of sticking with uh, a plan and having a long-term plan to uh, uh, put your team together uh, around uh, a particular coach and his style and his uh, ability to uh, uh, just uh, put a put a winning team on the field. He won't do it the same way he did it in Green Bay. I'm talking Mike McCarthy. But the facts are, does he have the background? Does he have the experience? Does he have the skill set? Does he have the ability to motivate? Does he have the knowledge? Uh, the answer is yes, and that's why we hired him. But we sure didn't hire him to sit here and have a rough year right out the door. Uh, uh, some of your uh, greatest uh, jobs that have been done coaching for the Dallas Cowboys have had a very uh, uh, unimpressive start whether it be Coach Landry, whether it be uh, Jimmy Johnson or, or even Bill, uh, th- those, those starts have uh, not been something that had Super Bowl written all over them, but uh, still uh, they evolved into being a part of some great teams. Uh, uh, the, the jobs that uh, uh, you do, uh, you've got to handicap and you've got to look into why uh, what's happening to you, why it's happening to you. And unless you all of a sudden have somebody that has just totally different person than, than they were when they were having their success, their backgrounds can make a lot of difference here. And uh, I've been known to stick with these guys for uh, in early troubled times on coaching. You know, Jerry, you mentioned it never. I don't understand, frankly, to show how ridiculous this conversation is in terms <laughs> of it actually having any meat on the bone. Is uh, I've, I've never even I don't think I've even dreamed the thought of Mike not being the coach. But Jerry, you mentioned you never dreamed of it. What are some of the things that he has done this year that have impressed you as the coach? Oh, I like the way that he's uh, uh, basically handled uh, uh, the situation with COVID. Uh, I, like his, uh, I like his interaction with players. Uh, I, I like his uh, uh, football uh, uh, intelligence or the way he goes about uh, his uh, philosophy. Uh, I like all of that. I like his uh, risk taking. Uh, you, you're not going to see it manifest itself the same way every time, but uh, all of those kinds of things are uh, uh, every bit what I could have hoped for when we hired him as coach. But uh, more importantly, he's uh, done this. It's in this first rodeo. He's done it. Uh, I think that is important. Yes, I've gone with guys that haven't done it before. Uh, relative to this level, uh, but uh, he's done it. 
He's got a great background. He's got a great. He's been exposed to a lot of good coaches. And uh, this day and time, I, uh, philosophically, I like his philosophy. He knows you can't go too far on one side of the ball or the other. Uh, you'll wear the other side out, or you'll you'll you will be flawed on one side if you uh, if uh, you, you just gotta uh, kind of have it down the middle. They have that word is a big word when you say compliment each other, the defense, the offense, the special teams. Uh, I like what we're trying to do on special teams. I love our special teams coach. Jerry Jones joins us here, 105.3 The Fan. Mike had talked about uh, you know finishing the year strong. He mentioned 2006 at Green Bay. They won their final four games. The next year they, they go to the NFC Championship game. Do you think that you finish year strong, carries over to the, it can carry over to the next year? Oh, yeah. And I think adversity can be used to build from uh, when, you're, when you're dealing with it. I don't recommend it if you do not have it, but I certainly agree with Mike when he said you can take this disappointment we've had, wasn't planned. Uh, you can take some of the things we've been dealing with, and you can use that. Uh, our sport, football, is a game that you can uh, do that with. Uh, uh, you can, uh, uh, and, and it's more than psychological. It, uh, uh, you can just uh, uh, look at uh, uh, basically how you did it, how you approached, uh, uh, whether it be a technique or whether it be what you're trying to do in a particular uh, scheme, and uh, you can learn from the negatives in football. Uh, you want to reinforce by repetition positive, positive uh, play, uh, but certainly you can, you can really learn from down times in football, and you don't want much of it. I've I've heard that well. You you play lose, you play lose, you play lose, so you become that. You become a loser. Uh, I've I've been a part of, and uh, I've been a part of teams that really disappointed, terrible uh, letdowns, and then turn around and won it all quick and that really is my is, is what I was a part of in college as well as uh, uh, the times we've uh, done well uh, with uh, the Cowboys have been in times when uh, uh, we're, we've got something to prove in a certain area of our makeup. Jerry, uh, we grew up on this upcoming game on Sunday. Uh, this is Madden and Summerall and Steve Young and Jerry Rice and Irvin and Haley and Dion. When, when we say the name, the team, the San Francisco 49ers, what immediately jumps to your mind? I remember sitting uh, out in the stands and, uh, uh, at a 49er game in San Francisco. And when I could, I would take in an NFL game. And I was sitting as a fan in uh, 1987. Might have been a latter part of 88. Might have been a latter part of 87 or 88. Watching the 49ers play, had my shirt off, sitting there, and uh, just enjoying it as a fan, but enjoying it as a wannabe more involved in the NFL. Uh, I remember... Uh, a great friend of Bill Walsh's taking me out to sea in 88, a year before I bought the Cowboys. And he took me out to see Bill, and Bill spent all afternoon, not an hour, he must have spent four or five hours with me going over uh, nuances of pro football. Yeah. That was before I ever 
really knew that the Dallas Cowboys were going to be for sale, but I wanted to be involved so bad. And he told me, he said, the one thing you can't do is socially get involved as a coach with players because you got some bad news for players uh, from time to time. And he said, I've got a guy on this team that's a player. It's Bill Walsh. Got a guy on this team that's a player. Uh, and this was uh, right at training camp, the end of training camp, going into the season. And he says, his wife, my wife, we, we socialize a little bit. Terrible mistake. Because every time I see him in the hallway here at training camp, he looks me right in the eye hard because he's on the bubble. And he's trying to see if I'm going to cut him. And he said, I'm going to cut him, and he's not going to like me for the rest of my life. Mm. He said, this is a tough deal. And said, I screwed that one up. I shouldn't have got that close to it. Wow. Did you ever have that soft spot guy, Jerry, that you knew – you, you shouldn't love this much, and it's altering your judgment. Did you ever have one of those guys on the Cowboys? Yes. Yes. And more than once by a long shot. Absolutely. Absolutely. You don't use and, It's hard. To, uh, uh, you, when you understand how, how deeply rooted a, a player can, a life can be in his, uh, in his competition and his game and all the nuances, and then you add on top of that the professional aspect of it, the financial aspect of it. I mean, hell yes, it's it's tough stuff, and it's the same. Not that anybody's got the world's smallest violin and singing the blues for mm-hmm. athletes. You shouldn't have that. and shouldn't have. They're tremendously fortunate. But they put it together. They put together some God gifts, but they put it with a lot of forbearance. They put it together with a lot of work and they become professional uh, uh, football players, and that is something I admire. But I also know how lucky they've been, but nobody likes to, likes to have that come to an end. Nobody. And then, Jerry, finally, correct me if I'm wrong, I think you told us that the 49ers was one of the three times that you cried after a football game. Was that true with the, the loss on the road? Yes, yes, and it was uh, – uh, when we, uh, uh, when Dion and Michael were going at it, Dion was a 49er, and uh, we unquestionably, in my mind, they won't like to hear me say that, but we had the very best team, and of course we uh, got down 21 points, I think, in the first five minutes, and uh, uh, that's when Barry Switzer said the bad news is we're down 21 in the first five minutes, told the team, but the good news is we got. 55 minutes to go, and we were courageous coming back. And uh, uh, we, uh, of course, uh, thought that we win that game, and uh, uh, that would have been uh, three in a row for us. So uh, uh, that was a tough one, and certainly, uh, yes, I cried. And uh, uh, but again, uh, now uh, uh, that 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 emotion that goes with that is. Uh, a uh, part of why I love to be a part of football. Jerry, thank you so much for the awesome answers and the time. Congrats on the Bengals win, and we'll see you this Sunday. Thanks, guys. Bye.